Good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, good evening, members of the Household of Faith, good evening to the uh, believing community, Seed of Abraham, uh, Servant of the Most High, this evening. We want to just welcome you back to our um, makeshift studio kind of a setting and broadcast as we've been doing these tapings for podcasts. And um, this evening we have on our, as our teacher this evening, uh, Reverend Paulette Pearson. She's a part of our overall church congregation and one of the pastors at the Fraser's Content, Jubilee Worship Center, Fraser's Content, 12 Fraser's Boulevard, uh, Spanish Town, St. Catherine, Jamaica, that uh, she'll be presenting to us this evening on this um, medium. We are going across technologies to have this done. So we are meeting on Zoom, taping it from Zoom, and then to broadcast it in pod, in podcast. So ladies and gentlemen, hello, ladies and gentlemen, hello world, hello believing community. Please make welcome Reverend Paulette Pearson. Please go right ahead. Paul, it's a pleasure just to be able to reach out to God's people everywhere in Jamaica, across the length and breadth of this nation and the nations of the world. We give God thanks one more time for this opportunity. And we pray this evening that God's people would be stirred to take a hold of him and to just to go back into his word to see what God has been saying that according to his word in Malachi chapter 3 and verse 6 that he has not changed he is a covenant keeping God he said he would keep covenant to a thousand generations and this evening we just want to take a look at what the Lord is saying for the past couple of weeks. In fact, uh, this, this study that I will be throwing us onto this evening is something that the Lord has been ministering to me for many, many years. And it is, I would say the topic is a call to repentance. Now, when we hear the word repentance, many persons I know within the body of Christ, and even if you were to go on the street, many a person uh, respond to the word in a very offensive manner. In other words, at times it would come across, a uh, person feel offended, they feel put down, because they're not having an understanding that when God says, um, repent, is really saying, Return to me, return to me, return to your Lord, your God, your maker. And so this evening, we want to look at a scripture that is very familiar. Um, in fact, many of us may know it by heart, but we want to just go through one more time. Let me give a little backdrop. It's from Second Chronicles. Chapter 7, yes, very familiar scripture, and it's one I love very much because it speaks to the core of what is happening at this time. 
and it must be our guide so that we will position ourselves to begin to please our God, our maker, so that he can truly honor his covenant to bless us. And so Second Chronicles 7 is where Solomon, after he had dedicated the temple and he prayed, and the Lord responding to his prayer, I'm going to read just a portion of it, so the Lord is responding to Solomon's prayer, and then we go back and have a look at some of what Solomon prayed. It says in verse 12, And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said unto him, I have heard thy prayer and have chosen this place to myself for an house of sacrifice. If I shut up heaven that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my faith and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now mine eyes shall be opened and mine ears attend unto the prayer that is made in this place. For now I have chosen and sanctified this house that my name may be there forever. And mine eyes and mine heart shall be there perpetually. Now when we look back at the prayer that was prayed in Second Chronicles chapter 6. We see where Solomon honored God. He prepared the temple and he was about to dedicate the temple. And after doing so, the Bible says that, you know, he called the congregation and he went before the Lord. Verse 13 says, And Solomon made a scaffolding and it described how he made this beautiful platform. And it says, and upon it he stood, and then he kneeled down upon his knees before all the congregation of Israel, and spread forth his hands toward heaven, and he began to pray. And he began to summon the Lord. And it says, O Lord God of Israel, there is no God like thee in heaven, nor in the earth who keeps covenant and show mercy unto thy servants that walk before thee with all thine heart. Solomon began to pray in a manner, making reference to God as a covenant keeper. He was exposed to the covenant. He was exposed to the laws and the statutes of God. And so as he prayed, this prayer, he began to pray from points of reference. He says, Now therefore, O Lord God, of Israel, verse 16, keep with thy servant David, my father, that which thou hast promised him, saying, There shall not fail thee a man in my sight to sit upon the throne of Israel. Yet so that Thy children take heed to their ways, 
to walk in my law as thou hast walked before me. Solomon began to petition the Lord, and he asked the Lord several questions. He says, he petitioned God in verse 12, he says that your eyes may be open to this house day and night upon the place whereof thou hast said that thou would put thy name there to hearten unto the fire which thy servant prayed towards this place. He petitioned God. And he said in 22, if a man sin against his neighbor and an oath be laid upon him to make him swear. And the oath come before thine altar in this house. Then hear thou from heaven and do and judge thy servants by requiting the wicked, by recompensing his way upon his head, and by justifying the righteous, by giving him according to his righteousness. And if thy people Israel be put to the worst before the enemy, because they have sinned against thee and shall return and confess their name and pray and make supplication before thee in this house, then hear thou from heaven and forgive the sin of thy people Israel and bring them again into the land which thou givest to them and to their fathers. When the heaven is shut, this is verse 26, when the heaven is shut and there is no rain because they have sinned against thee, yet if they pray toward this place and confess thy name and turn from their sins, when thou dost afflict them, then hear thou from heaven and forgive the sin of thy people and of thy people Israel when thou hast taught them the good way wherein they should walk and send rain upon their land which thou hast given unto thy people for an inheritance. And so when we, we go through the entire, I want to encourage persons to go through the entire scripture and search to see that Samuel was praying from a point of reference because he understood that God made covenant with his people. He has laws. He has his precepts. And he gave these laws unto Moses, his servant, in the book of Exodus chapter 15 and verse 26. We can look at it. I'm just pulling a few scriptures. Remember, we're serving the law that has not changed. Exodus chapter 15 and verse 26, it says, If thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments and keep his statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon thee which I have brought upon thee, Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. We can look at Deuteronomy chapter 1. Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse 1. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse 1. It says, Now these are the commandments, the statutes, and the judgments which the Lord your God commanded to teach you, that you might do them in the land whither thou go to possess it, that you might fear the Lord your God, keep all his commandments, 
that he has commanded you. Teach them to your sons and your sons' sons. Hear therefore, Israel, and observe to do it, that it may be well with you, and that you will increase mightily upon the land. Deuteronomy chapter 11 goes on to speak the same thing. God gives instructions, and we must follow his laws. Every nation has laws. And if you break the law, you have to pay the penalty. You suffer the consequence when you break a law. God is such too that he sets out his laws and his precepts. And it's okay, some people may say, oh, but we are no longer under the law. May I remind you that the word of the Lord, God himself, Jesus himself said, do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophet. I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. Laws will remain and we must abide by laws. As a nation, even in this situation, as we are going through this experience, I notice when we go on the street that we are a rebellious people. We don't, if the police is there and if he says go in a line, we refuse to go in a line. It says that our heart is rebellious. We don't easily abide to laws. And here God is saying, my people must return to me. This is a time and a call for repentance. God is calling back his people to his word. He's calling back his people to his precepts. He said in his word, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek his face and turn from their wicked ways, he would respond from heaven. He would respond with forgiveness and he will respond with healing. The promise of restoration and deliverance and healing is based on repentance we cannot presume we cannot just go before the lord the holy one and just begin to petition him on all manner of things and we have sinfulness in our heart god is calling the church at this time he's calling the pastors the apostles or the leaders he's calling his people to come and repent before him and plead for forgiveness of sin it is the season of setting our house in order. Like never before, more and more people are praying. Within the family setting, God is calling his people to pray. I even just this morning, I had the testimony of a family who said that they went into repentance and there was just a matter in that family that needed correction. It was repentance that brought the result and God ministered restoration in relationship within that family setting. So it shall be all across the length and breadth of this nation and nations of the world that as we begin to turn to God, God will respond with healing. This word repentance is a powerful act of God that when you hear God says repent or Return to me. God is saying, I want to bless you. I want to bless you. Heed my word and come to me. Repent of your sins. Walk according to my laws. Walk according to my precepts. 
he said this to Joshua in Joshua 1 and verse 8. This book of the law must not depart from your mouth. You must meditate on it day and night because this is where you will have success. We read it also, as we read earlier in Deuteronomy, the word of the Lord says that you will increase mightily upon the land. God operates by laws. His laws are perfect as it is as it is in, in Psalm 19, where the Lord talks about his laws and his word. And so as we, as we turn to God, we will experience his loving kindness. When we remember even Nineveh, Nineveh, that even king, that place was a place of wealth. That place, when people have wealth, pretty much oftentimes, People, you don't need God because you 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 claim your wealth. I mean, if 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 you you got it with your own hands, you are able to acquire all this. You don't need God. And so, when God calls us at this time to repent, He is saying, "Turn to me, lean on me. I am the Lord your God." And so, God in this in this season will be judging us if we don't turn to Him. I believe that COVID-19, yes, may have been orchestrated by the enemy. However, God can use such a minute thing to cause his people to turn to him willingly or by force. In this season, God says, humble your heart and come before me. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? He that has clean hands and pure heart. He, he encourage us to seek him. It is a sin not to seek the Lord. He said that in scripture, as it relates to, to, to Jeroboam, to Rehoboam in Second Chronicles 12 and verse 14. He said this, that Rehoboam did evil because he did not set his heart to seek God. We cannot as a church continue the same. We must pull together all the leaders, God has given us the opportunity. We are not restricted by the building anymore. And God is revealing that to us. And God has given us the opportunity to come together as pastors and as leaders on different platforms and begin to petition him. He wants our eyes to be open. He wants our ears to be open. He wants our heart to perceive what he is doing in such a time as this. Many a people need to hear the word of the Lord, but we must get it right at this time. This time around, we must get it right because God is a God that operates by principles. He cannot break his laws. His laws are perfect. He cannot break his laws. Repentance is this is the turning from sin. It's the turning from evil. And turning to God, the Lord God, our maker, to go in the opposite direction. Not just to be sorrowful or to show remorse, but in some cases to make restitution. There are times when we have done things that we need to make restitution. We may have done things that we may physically need to go to the person and say, you are forgiven or forgive me. You may be required to go to the person 
and you may be required to pay, depending on the situation, if it, it could be a financial matter, you may be required to pay back some money, something that you thought you had put in the back of your mind, but God is going to hold us accountable for that. God will hold us accountable as leaders for not leading his people into his word. God will hold us accountable for not seeking him. And so we have to repent where we have fallen short of God's glory, where we have been slack in the ways, in the, in, the, in the things that he has called us to do. He wants us to follow his precepts. He has given us the instructions. He said his eyes and his ears will be open and he will attend to the prayer that he prayed. Solomon, when we read the prayer that Solomon prayed, he says, Lord, if you're saying, what if you, then we fall away and you send pestilence and if you send mildew or if you treat us in this manner, you punish us in a manner, what, what, Lord, will you respond? And he made an end. And the Bible says when he came to the end of praying, that fire came from heaven and consumed the sacrifice. And he said the priests could not stand. They fell to their faces because of the presence of the Lord. Because one man humbled himself to seek God and to please God as it is this today. When we strive to please God, God will respond with his healing. He will respond with restoration. He will respond with breakthroughs. And he will respond in the ways, depending on whatever the situation is. God said, my ears and my eyes will be attentive. He will forgive our sins. He will heal our land. God is an awesome God in this time. He has not changed. Is the same yesterday and the same forever. We can look at David who, who, when he had sinned, how David, when he was confronted with his sin, David prayed and he says, I acknowledge that my sin is before me. He said, creating me a clean heart, O oh God, renew a right spirit within me. Lord, don't cast me away from your presence. Do not take, Lord your spirit from me this is the posture that we must have at this time i know this message of repentance or call to repentance is not a message that will sound favorable but i want you as you go into god's words as you read his word as you look back on the prayer that was prayed by solomon as you go into the book of the laws and as you recall where Jesus said, just that I mentioned earlier, that he did not come to destroy them, but to fulfill the law. There is no excuse. We have the law. God says in, in chapter 26 of Leviticus, you shall make no, no idols nor image before me neither where you up a standing image god is against idol worship in this time and in this season we make all kinds of idols we have our jobs as idols we have our material possessions as idols and these idols have taken our attention away from the lord 
God is against that. He says we must honor him because he is the Lord. If you walk in my statutes and keep my commandments and do them, I will give you rain in due season and the land shall yield her increase and the trees of the field shall yield her fruit. In other words, God will cause the land to respond to us with increase when we obey him, when we are opposite to that, when we walk contrary to God's law, when we commit all manner of sins in this nation alone, so many crimes, violence, so many deaths, so many shedding of innocent blood. We are not an innocent nation. And as a church, the pastors, the leaders, the bishops, the apostles have a responsibility to speak the truth to God's people and to call God's people to repent and to point out where we have made errors, where we have idolized things, where we have exalted things before the Lord, where we have departed from his, his precepts, where we have not been loving the Lord the way we ought to. And so in Leviticus chapter 26 from verse 1 to 14, God outlines the blessing. From verse 14 to the end, he outlines the consequences of walking contrary to him. But verse 14 says, But if you will not hearten unto me and will not do all these commandments, and if you shall despise my statutes or my laws, I also will do this unto you. I will even appoint over you terror, consumption, and the burning of that shall consume the eyes and cause sorrow of heart, and you shall sow your seed in vain, for your enemies shall eat it. And it goes on to highlight. Verse 19 says, I will break the pride of your power, and I will make your heaven as iron and your earth as brass. What is God saying? All those who trust in their strength, in their abilities, we, can, we, can, we have been hearing about the, the, the nations of the world, those nations, mighty nations, and we see prime ministers and presidents literally falling to their knees because God caused one thing to touch them. He says, every knee shall bow and every tongue must confess me as Lord concerning things in heaven, things in the earth, is below the earth and I will make your heaven as iron in other words I will cause the heaven above you to shut that there is no rain if there is no rain a famine will be upon the land and I will cause your earth to be as brass in other words you will not be able to yield any increase everything the heaven will rebel against you the earth will rebel against us if we do not respond to the Lord in this season through repentance, through returning unto him, he said in verse 20, and your strength shall be spent in vain. In other words, your intellect will fail you. You will not be able to use your intellect to devise a way out of the judgment that God is sending upon us in this season. I want the church to hear because God is calling us, because judgment begins in the church first. 
judgment begins in the church first. And so God is saying, I also will walk contrary to you and will punish you seven times for your sins. That's verse 24. In other words, if God is using something to get our attention and we are not responding, he will send something else. He will cause something else to come. We see in Joel chapter 1, where the Lord used the locust to bring judgment on the land. And God, in his, in his word, in order for, 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 for the Lord to respond, he says, sound the alarm in Zion. Sanctify a fast. Call a solemn assembly. Why? This is the place. Where I will respond to you. I only respond to a broken spirit and a contrite heart. I am the Lord. I am holy. Be thou holy because I am holy. Thou shalt have no other God before me. You must not raise up idols before me because I am a jealous God. I am calling a nation. I am calling a people to repentance. I am calling a people to return to their first love. Return to their first love. Father in heaven, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, that your loving kindness and your mercy extends to generations. And Lord, when you call us to repent, when you say return to me, you are saying that I, uh, I want to bless you. I want to release my blessings upon you. But you have walking, you have walked astray. You have turned and you are now contrary. You are behaving contrary to my word. You are a rebellious people. You are doing in the book of Jeremiah chapter 2, I believe verse 13. The word of the Lord says, my people have done two evils. They have forsaken me. The fountain of living water. And they have gone and chiseled out or hewn out cisterns that have holes. We have forsaken God's ways and we have chosen our ways. It's time to get back to the commandments of the Lord. It's time to get back to God's word. It's time to get back and to understand that. God operates by laws and he does not break his laws. We thank you, mighty God, that you remain the same and that you are able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we could ask or even begin to imagine, to think. Lord, as we respond to repentance, as we, oh God, cause our knees to bow before you and our hearts Almighty God, to perceive in this season, in this hour, what you are doing in earth realm, Lord, you will respond. Our heaven will not be iron, and then our earth will not become brass beneath us. You will hear the cry of your people, just as you promised in your word. Mighty God, cause our hearts to turn in this season, and to understand that you are a loving God, and that your loving kindness is forever. Father, we give you thanks, we give you praise, we give you honor, and we give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.
Amen. Amen. Amen. And amen. That amen. was uh, incredible. And that was awesome and powerful. Um, ladies and gentlemen, that is just a sample and a taste of um, the ministry that we have at um, Jubilee Worship Center, 12 Fraser's Boulevard, uh, Spanish Town, St. Catherine, Jamaica, West Indies. And so we thank you, uh, Pastor Paulette, for your word this evening, calling us back to repentance and to respond to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. This is indeed a glorious for us to respond to the Lord in this season and in this time and to remind ourselves that nothing that is going on right now is mysterious to the Lord. It doesn't take him by surprise. But that's right. speaking about times like these. Hallelujah. And so I also want to just, uh, as we you know, wrap up this particular cast, to indicate to anyone who may want to make contact with us um, by a phone or by, via, via WhatsApp, um, for now I'll give out my numbers so you can actually have access to um, to me by WhatsApp at WhatsApp. Uh, that's one eight seven six one eight seven six eight eight six five one seven eight one eight seven six eight eight six five one seven eight. I have a secondary number which is one eight seven six seven seven one three four four five. Again, one eight seven six seven seven one three four four five. Uh, should someone needing to make contact with us or even to get more material, may God bless you and we thank you this afternoon. Amen. 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 Amen.